it's that time of year or almost that time of year where having a little extra cha-ching in the bank account would really make a big difference, especially with the holidays. So I want to help in a way that I think I can by giving away a $500 Amazon gift card. For a chance to win it, all you have to do is one of two things. Either A, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and send a screenshot to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com or share it out on social media. Let people know that we exist there with a link to our show through your favorite podcast player so others can go and find the show and listen as well. One of two ways. Send me a screenshot of either and you'll be entered to win. All you got to do is send it to contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. That's contest at realghoststoriesonline.com. Good luck. This is a Real Ghost Stories Online Extra. I believe from my grandmother, um, her, she had guests that, you know, psychic abilities, I guess you could say, that were passed down to uh, her granddaughters, um, at least to me. I believe the, the other ones probably have the same thing, but they just aren't, you know, noticing it. Um, she used to be able to know when someone was going to die. And so it was nothing scary. You know, she'd tell her family if she had a dream that somebody was going to die and they knew that they would die. I don't have that gift, I'm happy to say. Uh, But I am sensitive in many different ways. Uh, So one of the ways I'm sensitive is I seem to notice uh, occasionally, very, very occasionally, um, kind of like a pulling sensation as if some, I don't know what it is, but some force is telling me to do something or go somewhere, and it's like an emergency, and I need to do it, and I won't know why, and I'll think it's just my imagination, and so I won't want to act on it, but um, since this has occurred a few times, and I'll either get information from possibly a deceased person or, you know, whatever it is. I don't know. But it's happened so many times, you know, at least four, I guess, um, that I'm getting an idea that I should listen to it. Um, The problem is I don't know if I should, if it's a positive force or a negative force. So I don't know if I'm you know, helping myself or other people if I listen or if something bad's going to happen to me if I listen. So that's my problem. Um, so in this case, this story took place in August 2009. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I was going through a divorce. I have a son, and we were in, in our first uh, townhouse after the divorce and trying to get things all settled. And I pretty much, we had everything we needed. You know, we had done enough of our shopping and we had enough from our old house that we could, uh, you know, have a nice time there, even though we struggled. And so we, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to try not to make this too long, but, uh, for some reason, sounds going to, that night, you know, I had to work during the day, and, you know, I had my son at night, of course, you know, all day long, and at night, um, you know, I was the main caretaker. So uh, I would normally never go out at night unless there was a reason, you know, if I really needed something from the store, but I would do that on my way home. 
Well, this time I was home and something was telling me, go, 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 go. And I'm like trying to justify it. I'm like, well, why do I need to go? What, what do I need to go for? And then I like started telling myself, making up stuff like, oh, I must need groceries. <laughs> like, why do I need to go? I'm like, well, I obviously must need groceries. I'm going to look and see what I need. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I need milk and I guess I need this. So I'm like, okay, I'll go up the street to do that. Like negotiating with myself, which makes no sense. So I'm like listening to this urge, which was crazy. And I go, get in my car finally, start going up the street. I'm still second guessing myself, like, why am I doing this? What's going on? So I'm going up the street, going up the street, and I was going to go up to um, LA Fitness Center. That, that was where I was supposed to stop. So I, uh, I'm going up there and I kept like thinking, maybe this isn't a good idea. I've got to, you know, I've got to just like do something else. So I'm like stopped short. I stopped short. I didn't go up into that shopping mall. I went to one of the shopping malls down below, which wasn't too far away. And, um, I stopped at, it was either, it was Kmart. There was Kmart and Giant Eagle. So I stopped in Kmart. And I got a few things, and it didn't take long. Took like minutes, and then I was in line. There was one person in front of me, and they were talking about some emergency, something. There was a shooting at LA Fitness, and I'm like, "What's going on?" So whenever I got to, it was my turn, and I asked her, "I'm like, so what were you saying? There was like a shooting at LA Fitness or something?" and the cashier is like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, when did that happen? I was thinking maybe yesterday or the She's like, it just happened right now. Right now, it just happened. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, thank God I didn't go up there, you know, because I don't know who was calling me, why I was supposed to go up there. But thank God I didn't go up there. Maybe I was supposed to save people's lives. I don't know. You know, that's why it's, it's the unknown, and it just freaks me out that I'll never know why I was called. And was I did a demon call me so I could be shot too, or was I supposed to save people's lives or what? <laughs> so this, there's more of the story now. So you think that's bad? Well, check this out, LA Fitness. And me not being afraid of ghosts or anything, nothing really scares me like that. So I'm like, you know, I, I don't want to lose money. So I don't know. Should I still keep a membership? Should I try to get out of it? So I'm like, well, I'm going to go at least one last time, and then I'll uh, try to get rid of this membership. Because I think maybe they're turning into valleys or something. So I had to figure that out. So I went, and it wasn't too long after the shooting. I don't remember when. Maybe it was like a week or two or three. But but it must not have been too long at all because there was something there. I uh, went in and I was doing my routine on all the machines like I normally do. And I was down on the lower level. You know, everything's super bright. There's people in there and everything. Not too many. Kind of, kind of quiet and everything. But, um, there are people around, you know, scarcely. And so I'm working on the one machine and all of a sudden a guy comes up to me and people never come up and flirt with you. Never. Not at LA Fitness. You know, maybe at Bally's, but not at LA Fitness, not this one. So everybody keeps themselves. There's lots of professionals there. So this guy 
came over and was talking to me. I didn't think anything of it. And I just like, because he just started talking now. He's like right there. And I'm like, didn't think anything of it. So I'm like, okay, you know, trying to get rid of him. So I just talked to him a little bit and they kept talking. And then I get up and he starts walking um, to the center. I get off my machine. I'm walking to the center floor where there's people all around the machine. There's not too many, but there's machines there. There's a few people. So there was somebody behind this guy that I'm talking to. And um, so he was like in, he would have been in the line. He was kind of in the line of sight, but the guy was right there. Okay, so I am um, talking to the guy. And then uh, the guy moves, the guy that was like flirting with me or whatever. And he went to like get my number or something later. And I said, oh, maybe we'll see, whatever. So um, then he like walks, starts walking away. The guy behind him is looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, why is he looking at me like I'm crazy? And um, then I'm like, yeah, I see a ghost or something because I'm used to seeing things. I'm like, maybe he was a ghost. I'm like, oh, my God, maybe he was the shooter. I don't know. So um, I didn't go over to that guy to ask him why he thought I was crazy because I'm like, I know what he's going to say. <laughs> he's going to say there was nobody there. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. So I'm like, I'm not going to even ask him. And I had chills. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to leave. So I left. Uh, it was bugging me, bugging me. So I, uh, I went online and I looked up the LA shooting, the LA fitness shooting from August 2009, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Collier Township. And I saw the, uh, what was it, a Facebook? He was on Facebook or something. They had his picture and things. And I saw his picture, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, that's the guy I talked to. I'm like, he is still there. I never went back. If you want more real ghost stories and access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, become an extra podcast person, an EPP. Sign up now at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Hey, got a crazy family? Love hearing stories about crazy families? Then you need to check out our brand new podcast called My Crazy Family. Available wherever you get podcasts. Just search My Crazy Family right now. Press subscribe and don't miss any brand new episodes of My Crazy Family. You can even share your stories if you so please. We, we'd love to hear them. My Crazy Family. Search and subscribe wherever you download podcasts.